remember I went to lunch with one of my neighbors to talk about a book that we had been reading. And she said, and it just stuck in my brain. She said, you know, when these books say you can choose again in the moment, but she's like, I can't just choose to be happy. And I was thinking, well, why can't you? And she, she just kept saying, I can't just choose to be happy. I have all this stuff going on and I can't just skip along and choose to be happy. I get that. Welcome everyone. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey everyone, welcome back to season three. I am so excited and well-rested. Oh, this is gonna be a great season. So let's jump right into it. When I was thinking about the podcast and what I've gone through in the past, you know, month that I've been off, what's been super important to me, what's really helped me, the thing that rose to the top was staying in the moment. I read a book years ago by Gabby Bernstein that talked about in each moment you can choose again. And it is something that I think about a lot and I go back to so, so much. I remember I went to lunch with one of my neighbors to talk about a book that we had been reading. And she said, and it just stuck in my brain, she said, you know, when these books say you can choose again in the moment, but she's like, I can't just choose to be happy. And I was thinking, well, why can't you? And she she just kept saying, I can't just choose to be happy. I have all this stuff going on and I can't just skip along and choose to be happy. I get that, but we have more control than we think. And that's what I'm learning more and more about my brain. So I'm reading a great book right now. It's called Whole Brain Living by Jill Bolte-Taylor, who is a PhD neuroscientist who in her 30s had a stroke that knocked her left brain offline. And being a neuroscientist and after studying the brain for years and years and years, this was really interesting to her to note her progress over eight years of bringing her left brain back online. She talks about in the book how just from a physical, physiological standpoint, how our brain processes each moment. 
And in each moment, what happens is our sensory input comes in, gets processed first by our emotional brain, and then goes to our higher cortical centers, which is our thinking brain. So in essence, we are feeling beings, emotional beings that then think about it. I always thought that I'm a thinking being that has emotions, which is opposite of what is actually going on in our brain. And especially in medicine, when we're taught to put our emotions to the side and just think, 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 this is actually not how we process the world. What's interesting is that we have more control than we think about how our brains go about the day. So sensory input comes in and you have an emotion. That emotion will release certain hormones, certain things going on in your body, depending on what that emotion is. It then will go to your thinking brain. And this is where we can exert a little bit of control. It will go to our thinking brain and our thinking brain can either say, okay, like let's say the emotion was fear. Okay, that was a true threat. Our life was in danger and we need to stay here and run away and we need to process all of that. Or it can go to the thinking brain and we can be like, that emotion was fear. Let's say the fearful emotion that comes in is related to somebody cutting you off in traffic. So you've pressed the brakes, the emotion has put adrenaline through your body, and now it's going to your thinking brain. Your thinking brain can go to, wow, that person cut me off, I'm so mad, they put my life in jeopardy. Then you can start spinning on that, I'm gonna call it spinning. You can start being like, they're such a jerk, And then you can just start in on the generalizations. People in this world have no respect, you know, what's, and then you start thinking about other times you've gotten cut off on the highway. Okay, so that is your thinking brain going and going and going and going. Where we can exert a little control is when it hits the thinking brain, we can think, wow, that was scary. That was really scary. I needed to push the brakes or there would have been an accident. And then we can say, we can stop that. We can say, okay, well, that person, you know, either didn't see me or they were being kind of a jerk. And then it can stop. And you can go back to your audiobook or you can go back to your song or you can go back to because you're safe. You can tell yourself, well, I'm lucky I pressed the brakes. I'm safe. It's all good. And really move on. Instead of staying in that fear cycle, we can actually exert a little control over our thinking brain and pull back and say, go come back to the moment and choose again, which is why I keep going back to this Gabby Bernstein. You can come back to the moment and say, I'm safe right now. I have to do this a lot. My body is safe. I am safe. And then say, okay, I can move on from this. I don't have to stay stuck in that cycle, even though I might want to stay stuck in that cycle, which is really easy to do. And sometimes I have to choose again multiple times. I'll have to keep coming back to it and be like, okay, you're getting stuck in the cycle. What I will say is, is that after years of practice, I'm still not fabulous at this. But recently I hurt my shoulder really silly. I did it in the airport and it was kind of hurting. And then, you know, I ended up going to the doctor after we got back from our vacation and 
they were like, well, it could be something simple, but it could need surgery. And just those words coming out of the practitioner's mouth, I was like, what? You know, and then I really started going down the line. I was like, if I need surgery, how much time off do I need from work? What is this going to do to like, and it's my shoulder. So shoulder surgery, and I, I know this from working in orthopedics, is no joke. I mean, it is a long rehab process. It is a long time getting your shoulder back to normal. It's months and months and months. It is not easy. And, you know, then I start kind of spinning out. And what I've really had to do, and I've had to be very, very cognizant of this, is I've had to keep bringing myself back to the moment and say, okay, right now, my shoulder, actually, like right this instant, my shoulder is a little tingly. It hurts a little bit, but it's much better than it was a week ago. I'm safe right now. I'm not having surgery right this instant. I'm not in pain right this instant. I am doing just fine right here and now. And I keep having to bring myself back to that. And then I keep bringing myself back to, okay, where do I want to spend my energy thinking about my shoulder? Do I want to keep thinking about the worst that can happen? Or do I want to send good healing energy to my shoulder and think about, well, maybe I can send good energy to my shoulder. Maybe I can heal this. Maybe I won't need surgery. Maybe, you know, this is just slowing me down enough to recognize that I live in this body and I need to treat it really well. And so I've actually started focusing my energy on, okay, what can I do to help my shoulder? Well, I can ice it. I can take anti-inflammatories. I can eat the best I possibly can. I can decrease my sugar intake so that, you know, sugar can cause inflammation. So I can do all of these things to put my focus on a positive energy towards my shoulder instead of starting to spin out and go down the line of what if I need surgery? What if I need surgery? I've had to bring myself back again and again and again. But I have to say that it's been, I mean, you know, I think I've talked about miracles on the podcast before, but it's been a miracle to me to have this knowledge and to be able to pull myself back in and exert a little bit of control over my thinking brain saying, you know what, I'm going to come back to the moment. Right now I'm okay. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. And right now I'm going to focus my energy on something positive. And I can't tell you how much more of a good experience this has been, even though I've been hurt. Like I feel like I've been happier with a shoulder injury than I was just a few weeks before because I'm being so intentional about it. And just wrap your brain around that. Like with a shoulder injury, I'm happier. I've had better energy because that's where I've been putting my attention. Anyway, just amazing to me. So to kick off this year with this podcast, I wanted to talk about bringing yourself back to the present moment again and again and again. You can choose to try to shut off that thinking part of your brain that wants to continue down that road of worry or fear or whatever it is. You can bring yourself back to the moment and say, okay, how do I feel right now? Is my body safe? Am I safe? Okay. Is everything okay right this instant? Usually it is. So 
keep bringing yourself back to the moment when you find yourself in your thinking brain going down the line or thinking about things in the past, when you're not in the moment, bring yourself back to the moment. And oftentimes, especially this week, I have had to reach for things that will help me move my energy to good. So oftentimes I've said, okay, I'm coming back to the moment, but I was grumpy. You know, I was just in a grumpy mood and I kept wanting to go back to that grumpy, grumpy mood. And so I've had to reach for things to help me kind of increase my good energy and my good vibes and and my emotional aspect of where I was. And for me, a lot of times that's music. It was kind of moving or stretching my body, going for a walk. I even went outside. I remember one day I just went outside for a few minutes and just kind of like watched the trees and the birds and the, you know, the sky. There were things that I had to do to help me get back on track. You don't have to just do it with your brain, but there's things that are, have been studied, like going out in nature helps you. We know that music can help your brain. So I've used these other tools over that I've gathered over the years that I know help me get into a better mood to help me do this. So tip from today's podcast is if you can notice when you are reliving the past or inventing what may happen in the future, stop, come back to the moment, ask you how your body is, ask you how you're feeling, ask you if you're safe, and then say, what can I do in this moment to help me feel better? What can I do to elevate my energy? What can I do to change this emotional pattern? And I'm not going to lie, it's not easy. Again, I have been practicing this for years, but if I hadn't have had this practice in place with this shoulder injury, I think I would be in a very different headspace. I think I'd be in a very different place. I think I would have gone to all of my old habits, which wouldn't have helped me heal my shoulder. I think I would have gone to drinking a little more at night or kind of stress eating or having more comfort food which is poor choices for me, which wouldn't have helped decrease inflammation. It wouldn't have helped me sleep well. It wouldn't have helped me in any way help truly try to heal my body and give it what it needs. So again, just thoughts for you to start thinking about exerting a little bit more control over your brain, which Jill Bolte Taylor was like, we have way more control than we think. So I love y'all so much. I'm super excited for season three. I already have a ton of interviews lined up of great, great people. Super excited to share with you. Ah, so glad that you're back. So glad I am back. (laughs) This is going to be such a great season. All right. Lots of good energy coming at you. Take care, y'all. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review and also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.
The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider. 